Hi there, I'm Janine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Gary John Bishop is the author of Unbleep Yourself, Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life. He's calling into our KUCI studios to chat with me right now. Hi, thanks for having me. I don't know if you know this, but the name of my show is Get the Funk Out, and Uh I'm familiar with your book, and I was thinking, you know, we all get in these deep-seated funks, and we don't know how to pull ourselves out, and we, you know, I'm sure you get letters from so many people about saying, I want to change, and I want things to happen, and they don't know what to do. What's your backstory? How did you get involved in what you're doing? Oh, uh, so I had, it was about a dozen years ago or so, a little over that now, actually, (laughs) Um, a member of my family had said to me, you know, I just did this course and I think you should do it. And I, I said, what, can, what do you mean a course? What kind of course? And mm-hmm. he said, it was this personal development workshop. And immediately I just said, you know, I'm, I'm not doing your stupid course. It sounds <laughs> terrible. Um, I just didn't fancy the idea of the whole notion of personal growth, personal development. Right. But anyway, eventually I did the course and uh, it was way different from what I was expecting. I was, I was expecting, you know, to go there and get in touch with my feelings, which just really didn't appeal to me at that time in my life. Mm-hmm. I was more about results and making money and success. And, and uh, But it wasn't like that. It was more like uncovering how I'd screwed myself over. Ah. And and when I started to do that, when I started to get into that kind of work, I thought, wow, like, as I saw the, the kind of walls break down and the chains release from my own life. Yes. I noticed that I was becoming more and more effective at telling people and describing to people what I got in such a way that it made a difference for them. So my own pathway then resulted in my becoming um, a facilitator, a really large personal development company. I traveled all over the world. I delivered transformational programs to tens of thousands of people. Amazing. And, um, which I just then continued to develop some of my own ideas until around four years ago when I really threw myself into um, developing my work and what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. So let's talk about urban philosophy. What is that exactly? Yeah, um, I feel I've I've got a lot of opinions about philosophy in general terms, but I would say uh, if you look at Eastern philosophies, they're generally well accepted in Eastern society and a lot in Western society. Western philosophy seems to be just this constant conversation about what's accurate. And so it's mostly mostly an argument about whether there's truth in what you're saying. And in my opinion, a lot of Eastern philosophy is more about is there usefulness in what's being said. So um, my brand of philosophy, if you like, is when I've read some of the most amazing things that Western philosophers have come up with and some Eastern philosophies have come up with, I'm finding a usefulness for it. Finding a way, maybe something that, for instance, um, David Hume said or Hans-George Kadamer said, mm-hmm. you know, finding a way to say that to people that actually makes a difference in the quality of the life right now. So for me, it's a lot of time reading, a lot of time pondering, and a lot of time working out how I could empower them to change their life 
And for me, that's what urban philosophy is. It's making some of the most profound things that people have ever said accessible to people in a way that they can use it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at your website, uh, GaryJohnBishop.com, and you have some great quotes of your own. Be who you've always wanted to be. You have you have haters? Hilarious. Grow up. You know, we, we spend a lot of time thinking about the people that are toxic, and we have we just live this, you know, life of dwelling on things. I mean, how do you get people to, like, move forward? Yeah, I, I think, um, well, my approach is grounded in some old-school existentialism, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and a fundamental principle of existentialism is something called responsibility. Yes. Now, if you ask most people, I think most people would say they're pretty responsible. But if you keep extending this notion of responsibility, it takes you into areas that you typically wouldn't think of in terms of being responsible. You would think of them in other terms. So I ask people to get responsible, not for, 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 for their own reactions, for their own emotional state, for who they would say they are. And I, and I think there are moments in all of our lives and sometimes all too often moments in our lives when we throw out who we would say we are in favor of some emotional indulgence. So an outburst of anger or frustration or resentment or hate. And that's when we lose responsibility for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We actually start to, we actually start to hold other people to account for how we are. And I'm not saying you can't do that. I am saying that you'll lose all your power if you keep indulging that, your sense of yourself, your personal integrity, your ability to have a say in how your life is going will continue to diminish every time you do that. Did you go to a lot of therapy to get this insightful? Because, man, you just give us like a reality slap. Yeah. um, No, no, I'd never really, I was never really one for therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about, about, 15 years ago, I did two sessions and I thought my, my experience of it was that I was talking to somebody who just reaffirmed my bullshit. Yes. Pardon the pun. It's okay. I'll bleep it um, out. <laughs> yeah. And I really wanted somebody to call me out on it. I really wanted, I wanted somebody to say to me something like, what are you doing? Right. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, like, where do you think this will end up if you keep doing this? I needed more of that rather than. Yeah, well, sometimes, you know, people are mean and terrible and they do terrible things to you and you got to, you know, grow yourself from that space. I felt as if it just empowered what I was trying to get out of. Right. Now, a lot of people have different experiences of therapy. You know, it's your own experience. That was mine. Um, I'm not, I'm not dissing on therapy or anything. Yeah. But what I, but I, I found that the more I went into even the more ancient philosophies going back to Stoic philosophy, it kept coming back to the same thing. That is, you are the master of your own experience. And if you keep, if you keep outsourcing your experience, if you keep saying, I am this way because of that, then you keep outsourcing your power. Now, you can go the other way. Right? And some people do this. Some people come to me and they say, oh, yeah, no, I know I'm the problem. And that's a problem. Like they indulge it. Yes. So my my view is blame, guilt, shame, all of that things, all of those things, if you have them going in any direction, it doesn't matter whether you're blaming yourself or blaming somebody or blaming 
you know, your upbringing, none of that will do you any good. It won't actually serve serve you. In fact, it'll undermine you. So I'm I'm really for people uncovering, because most of the time we can't see that we're doing it, uncovering the ways in which you've undermined yourself, either by blaming yourself or blaming somebody else or blaming something else. The more you uncover that and you more see it, the more you see how you've trapped yourself and the ways in which you've trapped yourself that is very specifically like, well, I've spent my whole life blaming my father for how I've turned out. Mm-hmm. And if I keep doing that, this is going to keep going this way. Right. Rather than, all right, I turned out the way I turned out. Now what? Exactly. Right? Which, is a, which is a very different approach. It's more, that's an approach that's based in, okay, what has happened is what's happened. That doesn't mean to say I can't be awesome. You know, yes. I've heard this a lot from people saying, you know, oh, I struggle in relationships because we never had love. People never demonstrated love with me when I was a kid. Uh, well, I would say, well, you, but you had a lot of time to practice since yeah. then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you know, I mean, my father never showed me how to ride a bicycle, but I'm pretty awesome on one. Yes. Well, I'll give you an example, Gary. Um, I didn't have a loving relationship with my mother, and I have two daughters, and I always take the opportunity to grab them and hug them and kiss them. And mm-hmm. I've never laid a finger on them. And yeah. I see, I was just on a plane recently where I, I offered a mom some you know, candy because their kids were crying. And the next thing I know, she hit them across the face. And I, I think, yeah. break the pattern, dummy. You know, you don't have yeah. to do what you went through. Break the pattern. Right. Yeah. Right. And so there's, there's, there's a world of possibility beyond what each of us thinks is possible. Mm-hmm. And, but we don't live like there's a world of possibility beyond what we think is possible. Or we get frustrated with ourselves and our lives because we don't think we're reaching that. And, um, you know, my, my view of us as human beings, it's not a per- particularly unique one, but is that there's nothing effects, there's nothing broken about you that, and for all intents and purposes, you're, you're an expression and you have the ability to express a new you in every moment of time. And the best time to do that is in the most challenging moments of time when you feel as if you're about to do something that you know undermines your life. And we all have those moments when, you know, I'm about to say that thing that I know I shouldn't say to this person, that if I say this thing, this is going to go in a direction that I don't want it to go. But more often than not, than not out it comes. Yes. Or when, I've, when I'm getting down to my last few bucks in my bank account, and I'm going past that store, and I know that if I go into that store, this is not going to turn out well for me, but then I go. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that thing I know I shouldn't eat, or that time I know I should go to the gym, but this TV show is just too good. <laughs> right? yes. So we kind of get, we get sucked into these patterns of undermining what, what we know is good for us. In those moments, we are expressing something about ourselves that that we could, in fact, express something else. So I could, exp- I could express love and compassion in a moment when I feel as if I want to just explode on somebody. Um, I could express resilience in those moments when I'm driving past that store. Um, I could express something like confidence and self-expression in those moments when I'm 
resorting to the sofa instead mm-hmm. of going to the gym. Yes. Those are all moments and opportunities for you to take another road in your life. And life is always happening in moments. And I empower people to take themselves on in moments. Yes. And I say that that's what life is really about. It's about the challenge in that moment when you're faced with your default self or the opportunity of some other expression. And that I say, grab that opportunity because you'll never have it again in that moment. Yes. And sometimes those moments we face, I mean, I know on my show, I've been doing this over 10 years, we go through the hardest moments of our life and you can't avoid them. You learn from them. Yeah. I mean, you know, life is, and those two words are a complete sentence. Whatever you add on to that sentence becomes your reality. Mm. But, but, you know, people die. We get fired from our jobs. We put on too much weight. We spend too much money. All of that's just what so. The question is, what are you now going to do about that? <laughs> yes. Where do you step out from today? Now, we get a little disheartened because we don't feel as if we're seeing results fast enough or it's not. And, and most of us live our lives, live someday kind of life. That's what I call I call it someday kind of life. That is, we're doing what we're doing, and in the back of our minds, we think somehow it'll all turn out for us. And what I want people to get is, it won't. It's yeah. not going to turn out for you. You, you literally <laughs> need to intervene with yourself today and begin populating your life with the kind of life that you're after until such times that the life you're after is the life you have. But you can't do it by being who you've always been and doing what you've always done. You bet. Oh, man. <laughs> um, why do you think you strike such a chord with people? I, I, I don't. Um, one of the reasons why I wrote my book is, in fact, the single reason I wrote my book, I wasn't really that keen on writing it. But when I looked at the industry, when I looked at the personal growth industry, there seemed to me to be a lot of voodoo in it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff that I don't think really makes a difference for people. Right? So I think, I think it's okay to tell somebody that, you know, they just need to unleash their inner spirit animal like that would make a difference. I don't know if it actually makes a difference. I think it might make you feel a little bit a little bit better to relate to yourself like you're a butterfly. But if you've yeah. just been fired from your job and your boss says you are terrible and he would never hire anybody like you again, Ugh. I don't think telling yourself you're a butterfly <laughs> on the drive home makes much difference. <laughs> no. No. And um I think I think that people want to have some real conversations about life and and their lives and why it isn't going the way they want it to. I think they want to have those conversations, even though they're challenging. And I think they want somebody to tell them, I'm saying this part in quotes, tell them the truth. And um, that's what I do with people. I don't use, I don't use concepts and abstractions to um, anesthetize you from your reality. I'll stand with you in your reality, no matter how messy it is. And I'll talk to you about how it is a human being might get themselves out of that mess. And 
get you on your path. And um, I think people appreciate that. Of course, it doesn't help at all when you sound like Shrek. I think that helps. <laughs> maybe a little bit. I think it helps. So, yeah, maybe a little. I think so. So where can people find out more about you? Because I know you also have courses. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can go to my website, um, GaryJohnBishop.com. You can find me on Twitter, at GaryJohnBishop, on Instagram, at GaryJohnBishop, on Facebook. My Facebook page has uh, over 200,000 followers on there. People come in there. They talk about their lives. They, I put a lot of free stuff up there. Uh, I do that with all my social media. You'll get quotes, insights. If you sign up on my website, you get videos. doesn't cost you any money. You get um, articles by me that I've been working on and writing. Um, that doesn't cost you any money. And then you'll get links to my courses, which, you know, I've really done my dangdest to make these courses as available to as many people as possible. And you can participate in one of my courses for about 100 bucks or something. Okay. You download all the course. You get the course materials. You do the work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there's a the book. There's a new book coming out next year, but the book which, uh, you know, has got a curse word in it. Uh, but it's not filled. I think there's maybe five curse words in the entire book. It's not a book just about expletives, but it's right. unbleep yourself. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, I'm, I really want to make what I say available to as many people as possible. Uh, and that's really the key for me. You know, if you, if you can afford to, to play with some of the courses and do that stuff, then you should do it. If you can't afford that, then there's videos and there's other stuff you can do to be part of of uh, of my tribe, if you like, the people who follow what I say and who like the way that I say it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my, my, I really just see it as my job is to just empower people to make the big changes in life that they want to make. And there's lots out there that I offer for you to do that. Well, one of the things that struck me is that, you know, we all walk around with baggage and blaming people for our behavior and how we are. And we have toxic people in our lives, but we have the power to change. Yeah. Oh, we do. We absolutely do. Look, one of the things that I'm clear about is that people can be jerks. Mm -hmm. But it would be a mistake of mine to forget that I'm people. Right. And so as long as I keep finding the humanity in others, I might not understand other people. I might not understand why you do what you do. But there is a logic at play for everybody. And people are always operating from their own logic. And as long as I keep reminding myself of that, I might not want to be around it. I don't have to be around it. But at the same time, I'm not going to strip them of their humanity. And the reason why I won't strip another person of their humanity is because of who it turns me into. And I'm unwilling to become that man. I'm unwilling to become the guy who strips others of their humanity. So I might not fully understand you. I might not agree with you at all. But I am clear there's a logic at play with you that has you act in the ways that you do. Mm -hmm. I might not want to be around it. I might not want to associate myself with it. But I get it. And I feel as if that grants me a little bit of grace and a little bit of space to be with some of the situations and circumstances of life that I find myself in from time to time. Yes. Well, unfortunately, we have to wrap up, but let me give your website one more time, GaryJohnBishop.com. I put all your info on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. 
Uh, I know there are different versions of your book. There's audio books, I believe, and in print, yeah. obviously. Um, this has been great, and I'd love to have you back on again. I'd love to come back. It's been great to be with you. You asked some great questions. Thank you so much. All right, you, you take care, and I'll be in touch. And again, the best way to reach you is on your website? That's right, my website, but Twitter and Instagram and those places too. Okay. All right, this has been a pleasure. Thanks so much, Gary. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.